Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 101, and I'm going to do the uh, 21st week in ordinary time. Sorry, it's a little late. Um, been having some trouble with my uh, YouTube channel. It seems like I'm limited to just 12 minutes. Um, yeah, it's uh, kind of disappointing, but uh, I'm going to have to work around that. But still, I got the podcast, so I'm going to do the readings, liturgical readings for the Sunday. So, entrance antiphon. Turn your ear, O Lord, and answer me. Save the servant who trusts in you, my God. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I cry to you all the day long. This is from Psalm 86. All right, so let's go to the um, pennant rite. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, and all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Kiri elision, Christe elision, Kiri elision. And now the uh, Gloria. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your great glory. Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. O God, who caused the minds of the faithful to unite in a single purpose, grant your people to love what you command and to desire what you promise that amid the uncertainties of this world our hearts may be fixed on that place where true gladness is found through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit one god forever and ever amen in the name of the father son and holy spirit first reading is from the book of the prophet isaiah chapter 22 verse 19 to 23 i will place the key of the house of david upon his shoulder a reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Thus says the Lord to Shebna, master of the palace, I will thrust you from your office and pull you down from your station. On that day I will summon my servant Eliakim, son of Heliakah, and I will clothe him with your robe and gird him with your sash and give over to him your authority. He shall be a father to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and to the house of Judah. I will place the key of the house of David on Eliakim's shoulder. When he opens, no one will shut. When he shuts, no one will open. I will fix him like a peg in a sure spot to be a place of honor for his family. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The responsorial psalm is going to be Psalm 138. And the response is going to be, Lord, your your love is eternal. Do not fit, forsake the work of your hands. Once more, Lord, your love is eternal and do not forsake the work of your hands. I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of the angels, I will sing your praise. I will worship at your holy temple. Lord, your love is eternal. Do not forsake the work of your hands. I will give thanks to your name because of your kindness and your truth. When I called, you answered me. You built up strength within me. Lord, your love is eternal. Do not forsake the work of your hands. The Lord is exalted, yet the lowly he sees, and the proud he knows from afar. Your kindness, O Lord, endures forever. Forsake not the work of your hands. Lord, your love is eternal. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Amen. All right. The letter of St. Paul is very short. So let's begin a reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. From God and through him and for him are all things. All the depths of the riches and wisdom and knowledge of God. How inscrutable are his judgments. How unsearchable his ways. For who has known the mind of the Lord? Or who has been his counselor? Or who has given the Lord anything that he may be repaid? From him and through him and for him are all things. To him be glory forever and ever. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Alleluia Antiphon. Alleluia, Alleluia. You are Peter and upon this rock I will build my church. And the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. Alleluia, Alleluia. And a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. You are Peter, and to you I will give the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Jesus went to the region of Caesarea Philippi, and he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall not prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Then he strictly ordered his disciples to tell no one that he was the Christ. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's compare what we read, Scripture with Scripture. It says here in Isaiah that there's a man called Shebna, master of the palace. And the Lord will thrust him, kick him out of office, and pull him out of station. And then he will pass it down to Eliakim, son of Helica. But notice what happens here near the end of Isaiah's uh, the passage. I will place the key of the house of David on Eliakim's shoulder. When he opens, no one shall shut. When he shuts, no one shall open. 
I will fix him like a peg in a sure spot to be a place of honor for his family. Uh, Psalm uh, 138, uh, when we read it, I will give thanks to you, O Lord, with all my heart, for you have heard the words of my mouth. In the presence of angels, I will sing your praise and I will worship you at your holy temple. Um, and then, of course, you know, it's exalting God for, for, the, for his temple and for the strength of his temple that gives to his people their faith. And then we get to Romans, and we notice some words here that are very similar we hear in Mass every day. All right? Uh, near the end of it, from him, through him, and for him, all things. We hear the priest saying that, through him, with him, and in him. All glory and honor belongs to you, O Heavenly Father. And then when we get to Matthew, what do we hear here? Who do men say that I am? And the apostles say, they give him answers. Some say you're John the Baptist, come back to life. Some say you're Elijah. Some say you're Jeremiah or some of the prophets. And then he asked the question again, but who do you say that I am? And Peter answers, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And the Lord said, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. Flesh and blood, no human being, no mortal person, no wisdom of any human being revealed this truth. Peter had an encounter, a supernatural encounter with God the Father. God the Father revealed to him who this Jesus of Nazareth is. And then he says, um, I will, you know, you know, I will give you, you know, he said to him, I will, your name is now Peter, the rock upon whom I shall build my church. And then he goes on to say, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. This is the prophecy that was fulfilled. God is taking the power away from the old temple, from the temple that Caiaphas and Annas run, and he's passing it to a, to a new generation, to a new people. Because Israel failed to recognize who Jesus of Nazareth is, they failed to recognize the Christ and that there will be a new church, a new temple, because once the Messiah comes, the old sacrifice, the old ways are ending. In a sense, it's an apocalyptic event that's coming to the Jews in 40 years. 40 years. 40 years from the time of the crucifixion, resurrection, to AD 70 is nearly almost 40 years. And they have a chance within those 40 years sort of like wandering in the desert, like what the 40 years that, uh, that they wandered uh, in the desert. Now, within that time, if they don't convert, it'll, it's going to be the end of their world. All right, the, the authority, um, Jesus, um, Peter's name in Aramaic is Kephas. Uh, the, the high priest's name is Caiaphas. It's the same name, it's just pronounced slightly different. It, they're both the rock. The Jesus decided that he is going to establish his own rock. And then the old rock will disappear. The covenant of the Messiah finally came. So it had to come to an end. But whatever we have to say, we have to look at it from our view. What's happening now in our world? Notice our, our own priests, our own bishops are going through a test bending the knee to Black Lives Matter in, in you know, faster than, 
they, they bend the knee pretty fast before opening up the churches so we can receive the sacrament. Taking down statue of a saint called Hunero Hunero Serra. He, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly, my Spanish is not good, but he came from Spain. He was a Franciscan who, who, who opened up nine missions in California. And now they're associating him with racism and police brutality. A Catholic saint who gave his entire life to baptizing the Native Americans uh, throughout that area. And now his statue has been pulled down. Saint um, Pope Francis just made him into a saint. Now they're bringing him down. They're, they brought down two statues of him. I don't know about you, but now it doesn't look good. Someone by the name of Sean King on Twitter just said that every statue of European Jesus and his mother, every stained glass window has to be removed. None of it is acceptable now. You see, this is Antichrist. Something is happening, and our, our bishops are failing to see it. They're not, they're not acting like men. We're witnessing some kind of big shift, some change. We are being put to the test. I mean, this is unbelievable times that we're going through. The doors were shut and we haven't received the sacrament. Now, this Monday, the churches are going to be open. Uh, part of phase two, they're saying. And I'm worried now if these people are going to start entering our churches and desecrating our churches. If this Sean King was put posted this on Twitter, that's a threat, in my opinion. A terrorist threat that Catholics have to take seriously. It's not good. Not good at all. All right. Um, I'm going to end this now. And uh, let's say a prayer and let's hope, let's hope to God that this, this doesn't get any worse. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father of what before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified. He has spoken through all the all the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. And I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and life of the world to come. Amen. Let's say a prayer for, um, for the church, that the church could, that the Lord, our Lord, our Heavenly Father, 
and our Lord Jesus Christ, the Son, the second person, and the Holy Spirit, and the prayers and intercessions of all the saints will protect the church uh, from any persecution or to endure and overcome it. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. And let's pray also for the Pope and all the bishops, that they may be brave and bold and stand up to this persecution and violence. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. And let's pray that our public officials may not let this rioting and violence continue and soon, and to resist any form of Marxist and socialism. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. God bless, and we'll be back together again soon. Amen.